Melissa posted the link to Jeff Gellman's seminars. Oh, thank you, Melissa. And Jeff Gellman's, I'm going to put up another. It's funny. I went through my, you get those memories that pop up. You know, yeah. you get the memories. I had a memory from four years ago. It was from Chicago. And I'm going to post it in tomorrow. And tomorrow. So if you don't follow us on you, uh, Instagram and Facebook, I'm going to I'm going to post on that feed. And it was a woman. She came to tears. Literally, she's been kicked out of like reactive rover classes, kicked out of them. I mean, like, isn't that what the class is for? They're supposed to help you. The dog has attacked little dogs. The dog has done this. She's like, yeah, within five minutes, Jeff, my head had my dog hanging out with a little dog. It's like, guys, those are those are these the people that come to my seminars words. That's why all you assholes out there that like are like bashing me and stuff. It's like you just don't know what we do. Mm-hmm. You have no idea what we do. Next. Hey, we're live. How's everybody going? How's everybody doing? Stopping by to give thanks. Continuing education for dog owners and trainers is mandatory and grateful. Awesome. Dogs just stop doing bad shit. It's incredible. And then you get to start training your dog. Yeah! <laughs> we're here. We're live. You know, a week from today, we'll already be in Canton, Mass. Or no, Canton. Ohio. Oh, my God. I've, every time I've messed that up. What is your Canton, problem? Ohio. Why? Because you're not allowed to leave New England. That's why. Um, I'll be in Canton, Ohio for our um, the day before our next seminar. Yep. That's exciting. So Canton, Ohio, go to Jeff Gelman Seminars, Jeff Gelman Seminars, to look at the schedule. And 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 uh, Nashville's coming up. And um, South Carolina's coming up. That's exciting. To Toronto. Not happening. Probably not. Not till, probably definitely not. We don't even know. You know, twenty twenty one's happening. Yeah. Anyway, this is Jeff Gelman of Solid Canine Training, and this is the lovely Joelle, and this is the What Would Jeff Do show. How are you all doing? Thank you for being here. It's a Q and A show, and um, that's what you know. That's what we do. You ask questions. Joelle types them. I answer them. We also have a seminar series called Jeff Gelman Seminars, which are problem solving. This is problem solving. I don't know what that is. And then also we have the training center, which we're here at now. In fact, we just announced, I mean, COVID's messed a lot of things up for a lot of people, mm-hmm. but we're actually like growing. We're actually creating new businesses. We're booked solid for our boarding train. Um, but we're actually, we're actually putting a, a little help wanted thing out today. We're actually hiring full-time and part-time uh, kennel people. But, but don't be misled by that. You got to know dogs and you have to be able to work with challenging dogs so it's not sit on the ground and play with fluffy it's like you're working dogs walking them swimming them uh, uh rotating them um doing activities with them treadmill things like that so right now we are looking for some part-time and full-time help and you can email us what do we got you block people is that your wife you treat um so you're just a hater this, no this isn't my wife this is my colleague um people. you know i don't know how so I don't know what. Okay. Anyway. And also, you better want to. Yeah, you can. Next week, that's okay. Next. All right. Jan says hello. Hey, Jan. How are you? Laura says, hey, guys. Hey. Kathy B. Hey, everyone. Hey, Kathy B. Great to have you here. Dimitri. Hey, greetings from Germany. Hey, V Gates. Um, Melissa said, good evening, all. Hey, how are you? Tammy says, hi. Hey, Tammy. Michael. Hey, J&J, how can I transition my nine-week puppy from puppy pad to outside? I would be outside for 15 minutes, and she would hold it until I got back Right. In. So the reason, I am i don't know. I'm not the pee guy. So, you know, I mean, I've done a couple of, you know, well, we won't go there. Okay. Um, so, you know, like when I go there. So we've done, um, what I do is I'm not a big fan of pee pads. That's, that's why. But there are some people out there that are really, really good. They're really just, they specialize literally in puppy stuff. 
So I would go online and I would look for a video on how to do that, but that's not what I do. That's not what I do. I don't train dogs to go on puppy pee pads, so I don't tra transition them off. So I don't have the skill set for that. So next. Um, Laura, the comment you said about my mom a couple days ago was hilarious. Was that the day that I was making really bad jokes? Talking about your mother? I, who knows? Probably. The one that I was making really bad jokes on. Next. Tammy, hi from Ohio. Love your videos. Oh, thanks. Chip, watching from Georgia. Hey, Georgia. What's up? Atlanta never happened this year and uh, because of COVID, and we're trying to get dates. We haven't announced the new dates mm -hmm. for next year. Next. Um, Donna, hi from Prince Edward Island. I, just, I, had, a, I had a online council with Prince Edward Island today. Hey. Oh, no, sorry. Read the question. Getting yeah. everything I need tomorrow after our consult oh, this afternoon. Oh, that's the person I had it with. Peg the boss this afternoon. Looking forward to being able to exercise with Zach stress free. Yeah. They've, they're, yeah. they've got a very challenging 80 pound dog. Mm. Yeah. Very challenging. Yeah. David. Hey guys, can I get some Jeffisms on why pet dog client XYZ doesn't need or actually want a Malinois dog that does bite work? Pet guard dogs seems to be the latest trend with clients I've spoken to. So this is the thing, you know, I own a Mal and it's not a typical family dog. Not too many people should own a Mal. Um, Angelo, can you turn the fans down? Um, thank you. Um, so what I would tell people is that it's not a normal family dog. It's like, you know, a uh, German Shepherd on, on steroids. You know, I've made mine a family dog. Um, you know, if you want to have a dog and get into sport, that's fine. And the little black box too, just turn that one off. Thank you so much. Um, and, I, and I think that, you know, a lot of people have like, oh, I want to do this, I want to do this, I want to do this with my dog, but they rarely ever do. Um, sport dog work can be a lot of fun. They don't need a guard dog either. Like, like you know, I mean, if you read the newspapers and you watch the news, the world's coming to an end. Um, but, you know, in reality, though, most your average family does not need a guard dog. And um, you're better off with just some dog that can bark on command, and which a Malinois can do. But I think it's a high maintenance dog. Next. Mish, dog with separation anxiety. Do I correct for panting and not sleeping in the crate due to anxiety? Correct high or low? So this is the thing with dogs and with separation anxiety. You definitely want to have them in the crate. That's for sure. No, not sleeping in the crate. Like the dog is panting and not sleeping, but it's in the crate. Oh, so what you want to do is get the dog. Okay, so the, the protocol is this. Make sure the dog is at least lying down. That you want. And then for panting, you actually can correct panting. That dro drooling you can't. You know, but, but with panting also, unless it's hot out. The dog's not panting for heatness. The dog's panting for stressness. But believe it or not, the remote collar is great at varying on the low level scale at various levels to actually help reset the mind doesn't shut down the dog but it gets the dog to be calm down mm -hmm. we see it all the time you're like you're believe it or not i don't know if it's quite your stress is not acceptable so stop doing it it doesn't work that way but in a way that's what you're telling the dog but you're really not telling the dog that but it gets those results mm -hmm. next Tammy, how can I get my poodle to pick up things? She hates stuff in her mouth. So what I would do is this. Again, that's not my skill set. That is a task that is used in service dog training, which is not my skill set. I'm a pet dog trainer, um, which is another great thing that when you're ever hiring a dog trainer, like make sure you hire someone that actually has the skill set to do what you want. So your average dog trainer does not have behavior mod experience, does not have aggression rehab experience. And most of them all have obedience experience. I mean, that's what you can do. So what you want to do is you, you want to look for a video on literally 
how to pick things up. And you have to get them to hold it. The step one is holding something, something in their mouth. So you have to get them to hold something in their mouth. Then you have to start getting them to <coughs> pick it up, hold it in your mouth. Then you have to have start them to pick it up, hold it in their mouth and bring it to you. Then you have to have them go get something, pick it up, hold it in their mouth, bring it to you. And then also obviously release on all of those things as well. And then you have to have somebody that a dog that can identify different objects. So a lot of different protocols there. I just don't teach it. Next. Tracy, I have two pities. They're seven months now and this COVID messed up being able to socialize them. They're doing well at home, just not in public. Yeah. So this is the thing. Number one, it sounds like you got siblings. So, you know, if you, if you asked me back when you got them, I would tell you, please don't get them, but you already got them. So, you know, it is what it is. Just keep in mind that socialization doesn't have to be interacting with direct interaction. But even since COVID starts, even with mandatory lockdown, we, we were still able to take our dogs. You know, did you remember the very beginning when we'd go to Home Depot and stuff and there'd be like barely anybody out and the highways were empty and stuff? I mean, people really took, they were really, they were afraid. They, they didn't know. I mean, nobody knew. Yeah. Nobody knew. And, you know, now there's a little bit more um, information out there. So just remember, though, that socializing does not necessarily mean interacting with dogs and humans. It means, um, existing around and being exposed to but also there's all kinds of different surfaces sounds sights heights going under uh, through things like that so it's not too late it's not too late next deb can't wait for you to come to atlanta yeah i can't wait to get to hot atlanta i'll get there one day Remember those oysters oh i was just gonna say that those were good those fucking good oysters not just good oysters fucking good oysters and those sauce that they have oh the sauces you know this is the thing Every time I get oysters and I get sauce with the oysters, I'm like, do I really want to fuck up a damn good oyster by putting sauce on it? Yes. You, I don't think you I do. need a plane. I, I, like, I can't. all the sauce. So see, I can. <laughs> now, one of my daughters, Romy, Romy, <clears throat> you watching Romy? We get like a 36 pack of oysters. So you get like, you order three dozen, you know, they're sitting at the table. Now, if you got to pee, you better go like get a cup or a water bottle. Because if you leave that table to go to the bathroom and you come back, they're gone. The shells are there, yeah. but there ain't no oysters in them at all. This kid slurps down oysters like you really. Would, yes. I feel like she'd be the type of kid who's like, oh my God, doesn't like them. All of my children, all of them, oldest ones are 30 now. All of them literally are like, Papa, when can we eat sushi? Like, at what age? Like, they all like they all couldn't wait to eat sushi. Angelo likes it too. Um, he is it's so funny. I, out of all the kids, he's the biggest, he's not as much of a foodie. Mm. He's not as much of a foodie, you know what I mean? He's yeah. not quite like chicken nugget, french fry, hot dog guy. Yeah, you know, he experiments a little bit. But now, like my other kids who were raised on like Thai food and and and, and uh, Asian food and, and and you know raw food and yeah, Indian food, you know. Oh, it's yeah. Romy also is a big, huge curry fan. Really? Ah, loves a good curry dish. Loves it. Hmm. Next. Um, Melissa posted the link to Jeff Gellman seminars. Oh, thank you, Melissa. And Jeff Gellman said, I'm going to put up another. It's funny. I went through my, you get those memories that pop up, you know, yeah. you get the memories. I had a memory from four years ago. It was from Chicago. And I'm going to post it in tomorrow. And tomorrow's, if you don't follow us on you, uh, 
Instagram and Facebook. I'm going to, I'm going to post on that feed. And it was a woman, she came to tears. Literally, she's been kicked out of like reactive rover classes, kicked out of them. I mean, like, isn't that what the class is for? They're supposed to help you. The dog has attacked little dogs. The dog has done this. She's like, yeah, within five minutes, Jeff, my head had my dog hanging out with a little dog. It's like, guys, those are, those are these, the people that come to my seminars words. That's why all you assholes out there that like are like bashing me and stuff. It's like, you just don't know what we do. Mm-hmm. You have no idea what we do. Next. Sandra, will you be coming to South Florida? Um, I'm coming to, well, well, south of, I'm coming to south of North Florida. How's that? So it is south, but it ain't Key West South. It's like central. It's central. I know. Well, it's still, if you were in Northern Florida and you had to go to Ashley's place, you'd be like, oh yeah, head south. True. So, so go to Jeff Gilman Seminars. We're going to be in it's yeah, a little bit east of Orlando next. We look really washed out tonight, don't we? I, I, I Isn't that weird? What's I mentioned that, that when we turned it on. I'm like, like my hair like looks gray. Something looks a little bit differently today. It's so weird. Yeah. Um, Martha, hello. How would I go about introducing my dog who is reactive to strangers to my boyfriend? I don't currently live with my dog, but I want to make sure he behaves and learn to get him to stop reacting. Where's the, who lives with a dog? So how do you, how would you do it? The first thing I'm not sure where the dog is. It would help if you like had access to this dog all the time. So the thing is, is the first thing to do is I don't know how well trained your dog is or how well behaved your dog is with you, but if you can walk your dog, at least go on a walk together. Just go on a walk together and tell your boyfriend not to try to like win the dog over. Just like go next. That's the first starter. But I don't know you. I don't know your boyfriend. I don't know your dog. It would not. It would not be. It would be unethical for me to give you advice right now without having all the details. That's why so many people do one of these one-on-one consults. Mm-hmm. Next, Jamie. Hello. When using a prong collar and e-collar, which should be on above which? So historically, I mean, it, there's really no wrong answer to this, or you know, but historically, the the prong collar goes up high for directional control, and the remote collar goes low. And and you know and the, and the reason why that is is the remote collar can go in a lot of different spots where the prong collar historically you want in one spot. Les says hi, Jane. Jeff. Oh, hey, Les, how are you, buddy? Beverly, please comment. A trainer just shamed me because I said leash reactivity did not have to take forever to fix. She said aversives just suppress the behavior, right. and right. that the only good way is to change the way the dog thinks right. about the trigger. Right. Sounds good, but is it true? Okay, but so number one, so Beverly, you're going to ban and delete that person. That's a cut and paste response. They literally cut and paste that from the fucking book. I read the book. Okay, so number one, okay, it sounds good. Actually, no, it doesn't. It sounds like shit. Okay, and that's the stuff that that's the stuff that leaves. God, people are hating hating on the show. Jesus Christ! What was that that, that comment? Was seven that the four, seven fourteen. My God. Record. Relax. Okay. Like hang on to them hate faces till I give you some good stuff to hate me about. Because you can only hit that button once, I think, right? Yeah. Yeah. They're just like undoing it and then doing it. Hold on to that. You want to you want to hold on to that hate till like I say something really that pisses you off. Boom. Don't wait for the guys. I, I start out slow. You gotta wait for the good stuff. You know, I don't I mean you gotta wait for the good stuff. Sure do. Definitely do. Um, so this is the thing. That is a common cut and paste response. It's full of shit that gets that gets that that gets people um, owners to stay like struggling. So to this person, 
to this person, to the, they don't know, tell them who the trainer it is. It doesn't matter who the trainer it is because it's a cut and paste response. And they've probably cut and paste this. They probably keep it in their notes and just cut and paste it from their notes. Okay. Ask this trainer, what protocol do you use for leash reactivity? And tell me step by step by step with my 80 pound dog as it's lunging on the leash, what I should do. In fact, I've got one better for you. Please grab the leash. I'll pick up my camera and you show me step-by-step step what to do and we can document it. And I would like it fixed. I'd like it fixed. Show me how to fix it. They can't. All I will say is this. Not only do we stop it almost immediately. First of all, suppression is not bad. Don't you want to suppress unwanted behaviors? So not only do we eliminate it, we eliminate the root cause of it. But let's say the root cause was always there. Let's say it's always there underlying. Suppression's not a bad thing. I think all of us are potentially to be violent, aren't we? Aren't we all potentially to be violent? So you fuck with Angelo, you'll see a different Jeff. Mm -hmm. But I don't need to be. So having access, suppressing your violence. Yes, having access to this skill set, to me, is good to know. Like, would you want the father of your children or the mother of your children not to have the "I will literally kill you if you mess with my kid"? Not figuratively, but literally. I would. I would hope. I would hope you would. You know, it's like. I'm still amazed that pedophiles are alive. You know, next. How is that still a thing? Next. Uh, $4.99 top chat from the Noble Dogs. After watching your intake and outtake videos, I am blown away. You guys are truly one of the best in the business. Okay, so you know what? This is the thing, though, Grant. There's a lot of great people out there doing really, really great work, I think. I really, really think there is. Yeah. You know, next. Medusa, hello, guys. So my two-year-old, my dog is two years old, just began growling, snarling at random people. I'm always missing it in order to correct as if he knows I'm distracted. So, it's like, yep. Yeah. Yep. She's sipping her coffee. She's at the takeout window. She's bending down to pick up the... We have one of those dogs with us for training right now. She's bending down to pick up the poop. Ooh, I think I'll growl at that stranger. Happens yep. all the time. They're like, all the time. she's not looking. And if you're walking a pack they of know. dogs, if you're walking a pack of dogs, they're like, she's not looking. She's picking up the poop. Let's, Let's fight. fight. <laughs> so bottom line is this is, Make sure you can say no and correct. The no is important. So as soon as you hear the growling, you can throw a no at your dog from anywhere, right? So say you're bending down to pick up the poop or say you're chit-chatting to someone, your dog just growled, you can say no. Even after they growled, no and correct. They'll know. They'll figure it out. They always do. Next. Tammy said thanks. You're welcome. Kayla, hello. How can I get leash reactive dog to pass others in tight quarters like apartment hallway? I've been working on high e-collar corrections at the first signs of loading. Well, obviously, you have to, you know, you don't want to suppress the behavior. That's for sure, right? Because according to my notes on my phone, that's bad to do. You, know, you need to find the root cause of it, mm. which I, I've been being sarcastic if you just tuned into the show. All right? An angry-faced person, ha, I got you on that one. So what, what you want to do is this. Stop in a, in, a, in a hallway, in a hallway, this is what I do. You're walking down an apartment hallway. The first thing I do is create space. So if I had a leech reactive dog or even a non-leech reactive dog, 
a dog that I wanted to advocate for, I would put that dog on the inside of probably my, the other side of my body up against the wall. So I would have wall of hallway, dog, human. So wall, wall of hallway, dog, human, and then people are passing or dog is passing. I want to advocate for my dogs because I don't want my dogs lunged at. The, number one, that's what I would do. Number two, also, yes, the first sign of uh, any sort of reactivity, you actually absolutely want to communicate with your dog somehow. So a remote collar is a fantastic tool to do that. Next. Jan, if I use a remote collar on my dog when he barks and barks to be a jerk, will he still bark when I want him to? Like if someone knocks on the door or will he not bark at all? So that's a good question. This is the thing. Historically, most dogs bark like assholes. They bark for no freaking reason. They just bark. Yeah. Most likely, most likely though, your dog will still give one or two barks at the doorbell. And then you just teach your dog the quiet command. Or what you can do is you get yourself one of them ring things. You get yourself a little nest cam. You get yourself a little doorbell. And you get yourself a little laser thing. And some crap crosses it. You know someone's in the threshold of your door. And you always know someone's at your door. In fact, it can pop up on your cell phone. So if you're worried about like safety and security and all that stuff, there's a lot of other ways to do that. But you can also get your dog to stop barking at random things and absolutely give one or two warning barks. Next. Can you explain that more though? Like, how I just talked for 10 minutes. No, but like te adding a marker, like the importance of adding a, oh, a cue. Oh, for which 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 one? The, the door part? Like just the quiet command? Yes, the okay. quiet command. So one or two, then you would obviously say your no, and then it should stop. But so you do a correction after the marker. Correct. Where random barking would be even one barking would get a no correction. Next. But also I think dogs know context. Dogs no context. Next. Um, Diane, please help. My dog keeps going after my chicken. Okay. Well, you don't have to say please, but thank you for the politeness. You must be from Ohio. So, um, or Canada, you know. Um, so, actually, they would have probably said, I'm sorry to ask you this question and take up your time. Usually they would say that. Um, so, dog was after the chickens. A couple of different concepts on this. Number one, I just I had, I had an online council with a chicken killer this week. She owned 60 chickens. Damn. Guess how many chickens the dog killed? One. 57 of them. Holy shit. In one swipe. Well, not one mouthful. 57? 57 of them. Whoa. She uses these chickens for food source for her family. That's what people don't understand. And also, if it was on someone else's yard, it would have gotten shot. Yeah. That's what Damn. people don't understand that about the dangers of like, like you would shock a dog for eating chickens. I'm like, you don't realize that these chickens supply this person's family with it's food property. And also not only their own food, but they sell their eggs. Yeah. To make money, to make money, to make a living. Also, if this dog was on someone else's property doing it, the farmer or, far or owner of those chickens has the right to kill them. You have the right to kill an animal disturbing your livestock it's just the way it's that's the way it is so you have to go to the person's house and shoot them shoot the chicken shoot, or no shoot the dog mm. don't shoot the chicken so what are you going to do is this i like to do avoidance if you're fortunate enough to have one of these dogs that gets along with your chickens then you'll think what i'm going to say is crazy and someone might have other ways to do this but i like to do avoidance what i do is this have your chickens enclosed um, if, it also depends if you have free roaming chickens or enclosed chickens. If you have chickens enclosed, 
have the dog go up to the chicken coop and if it starts looking like it's being aggressive or it's loading or it's posturing, correct it high. So mark it with no, hit the tone button if you want to on your remote tone, which could be your no marker and then high for three seconds. Bottom line is you're gonna make it suck to even think about going after the chickens. Next. Gretchen, hi guys. We started correcting our cats with squirt bottles and now the counter surfing is slowing to a stop. Awesome, you can also use the bonker for cats. Next. Lindsay, puppy that excite peas when greeting people, didn't do it last time. Bonked for arousal, greeted calmly with no piddle. Hold on here. Whoa, 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 whoa. Is my advice working? Sounds like it. Whoa. Hate emoji still there, though. The oh, fuck? it will be. What the fuck? It will be. I just helped somebody. I just helped somebody. Take it back. And I used the bonker. Ah, you're right. Leave no, it there. I have no remorse. Leave it there. I used the bonker. Next. Yeah. Laura, it was about my man friend, LOL. No sex yet. <laughs> the frustrated face. Oh, taking the relationship slow, which is nice, but can be frustrating. <laughs> we both come from past trauma from shitty relationships, work friends for one year and in a relationship for one and a half years. Hold on here. Whoa. You've been, you've see, been seeing this guy for one and a half years and you haven't fucked him yet. Are you serious? That's not taking it slow. That's beyond. That's not slow. What's slower than slow? That's not Hold it's on non-existent. Here. Let's take a vote here. Ladies and gentlemen. Okay. Laura has been dating someone for a year and a half and has not gotten laid yet. Interesting. I think that's excessively slow. Well, if they've talked about it and they've agreed, then it is. But hold nice. on here. I'm sorry. To each their own. Shut up. Next. I'm sorry. You're, most dudes, we, even if they've had sexual trauma, are still going to want to get fucking laid. Stop. Next. You didn't even let me finish. Oh, then finish it. Next. My God. My two young kids love him, which is a plus. That's good. My GSD did stop his submissive, excited pee when he comes over, which makes me so happy. That's good. But you don't want to make him happy getting laid. Next. Four ninety nine from the Noble Dogs. On the remote, do you train one command at a time for a while, or do you mix in different commands with the remote? What is your system with the remote? Yeah, we yeah, we talked about this a lot. We and the remote the remote, what we do is is not necessarily one command at a time, meaning like per week, but absolutely per session. And sometimes yes. per day. So what we do is we train, we layer the remote collar over the the prong collar training. So we do a lot of food and marker training. To start so the dog understands what we want and then we layer low level remote collar on with pressure and release we layer that over that all right and then what we do is um then we switch we stop and then we do remote collar and food and then we bring them into the CSNCS on our patreon channel and the do it yourself it shows you exactly how we train and then as far as like one thing at a time yes we do one thing at a time but they don't have to be proficient at that thing to move on to the next one next Jason, practicing e-collar heel. Do I put the e-collar closer to the ears than the prong or the other way around? Prong first. Next. Prong up high. Next. Deb, I'll buy you some oysters if you get here, but maybe not 36. Deb, but if we go to a, a place that has... You would eat 36. Oh, in a heartbeat. <laughs> the thing is, there's, there's a... I can only handle like five. Well, there's an, oyster, there's an oyster bar up right up the hill from us. Some nights they'll have seven kinds of oysters. 
Some are just like some I don't, and you know I always. But you've got to get there's different. Flavors. I used to be that person who's like they all taste the same. No, like, no you oh, can tell no, some no, are no, definitely no. like fishier than others. I'm not like, only fishier. Mm. There's oysters that are sweet. Yeah. So there's some oysters that you can get like, eh, I really don't like oysters. I'm like, okay, you're talking about the oyster that like came out of fucking yeah, but we're dirty water. Not dirty water, <laughs> but it's like I know what oyster you're talking about. But there's some oysters that are like, well, that was sweet. That had a sweet taste to it. Next. You gotta put the right sauce on it too. You and the fucking sauces. Yeah, I just taste the sauce. I like don't even. I'm just like, let me just eat it real quick. Can I have some pickles with sauce? Tastes like oysters. Pretty much. <laughs> right. Next. The sauce is good. Um, Les, hey J and J, when introducing e-collar to an adult dog for the first time, do you start with low-level stim on recall or layering stim on already known basic obedience skills? What comes first? Number two. Number two, next. Lindsay, yes, looking forward to when y'all come back to Atlanta, hoping to score a Nashville spot, working overtime every day to save up. Yeah, Nashville is going to be banging. In fact, we just verified it today. We're going to be there, and um, it's going to be a lot of fun. Next. I got bumped again. Hold on. Did you really? Sure did. What do you mean again? I think that might be the first time this show. Hi, hi, hi. All right. Sandra, my dog does great in his cage all night, not a peep. But when it's time to come out in the morning, as soon as I walk into the room, he starts to whine and cry yeah. out of excitement. I make him go into the down position. And once he stops whining, I open the door and he darts out okay. like a rocket. So this is what you're going to do. Pra you got to practice this. Open up the door slowly and get ready to close that door real quick. You got to beat the dog to it. Bam. I've got a creating up protocol that will really, really show you um, how to do it next um medusa second part of the question i don't have people interacting with him he used to have he used to pay no attention to people but now random people when i'm not focused on him is when he snarls and growls right so you might you know let's eliminate that with a remote collar no correct next andrea that's, that's, okay i'm sorry that's one of the proto you have to remember that like keep in mind you're getting a really quick answer here yeah if we had a dog that did that it goes to an extensive board and train where we do Dozens and dozens and dozens of protocols with this dog. That's the thing about this Q&A show. It's like you're getting a really, really quick answer. But, like, let's make sure you're going through all of our content, watching our videos, learning as much as you can, putting all of our, you know, stuff into in, into practice. And then, yes, but when a dog growls at someone, there has to be a consequence. Next um andrea 90 pound pyrenees anatolian mix just started using prong collar totally changed our walks no, yeah so. he's a bonker for the first time i really didn't think it would work because he has the hardest head ever but he looked at me like what the fuck now i ordered a dog truck 1900 and need to know where to start we've got basics so where to start is with a place command um that's gonna be your first off-leash command and then start training everything on layer it over all your um your existing commands and then also just just watch our videos on how to train with a remote collar it's really really funny people assume that a cotton towel oh my dog would eat you alive jeff if you used a bonker on it i'm like well okay tough guy you know not to say you know not to be all macho here but you know i will say i in my seminars i've gotten some really dangerous dogs and i assure you they might try to eat me alive, but they're not eating me alive. And even on hardcore working dogs, like a police canine, a bonker is going to work. 
okay? And a bonker is has a specific purpose. There's a specific way to use it. And it all is part of the whole dog training spectrum that we do. We do a heck of a lot more than bonker here. In fact, your average dog that's here for six weeks maybe gets bonked at the most half a dozen times and probably gets over, gosh, 2,000 food rewards. More than that. Usually. So it's like, let's also scale it too. Next. Irene, hi, everyone. Hi, hey, Irene. how are you? Medusa, so thank you so much. Love you guys. Um, we no love shit, you. We I'm love not going to read that. I know. Jennifer, my dog sleeps in bed with me. I know now that isn't recommended by you, but she also stays in place and will crate up when asked with no behavioral issues. So if you have no behavioral issues at all, Dog doesn't resource guard you, doesn't resource guard everyone. First of all, how old's a dog? It makes a difference. So um, doesn't resource you. No leash reactivity, no human aggression, no um, dog aggression, nothing whatsoever. It's one of those laid back casual dogs. You can spoon with your damn dog. All right. Sylvia 98, stretch. Next. <laughs> Renee, they love the word aversive. Yes. Um, Anna, finally got to catch a live. LOL, love your potty mouth. Oh, am I talking to the potty mouth? You're the only one, Anna. Yeah. Anna, you're you're in a you're in a class all by yourself. Um uh Melissa posted a link to your Patreon oh, thank channel. You, Melissa. Gretchen. I don't know if I want to read nope. that. Let's not talk about this shit on nope. our all right. Um K9W. Hi guys, Jeff, thanks for B Day wishes. Oh, you're welcome. Tanara, hi guys. How can I stop my dog from eating so fast? So actually what you can do is take your food and spread it out like on a cookie pan next tweety where were you guys when i had a dog we were here most likely next um diane said pennsylvania okay oh hold on he killed four chickens not all the same day i have a shot collar but only use the sound button on it okay he breaks the coop fencing tried that so this is the thing oops oops, oops. okay this is the thing the tone has no value the tone is historically used as a marker the tone has no value. That's like blowing a whistle and expecting your dogs to come back. So you've got to give, you've, what you've got to do is you've got to give the the tone value. You've got to give the dog tone value. So sorry guys, technical difficulties. Okay. okay. So you've got to give the tone value and that's what you do. What you don't have is you don't have value on the tone and don't forget we switch we you know we struck we, we we're live streaming this on on a bunch of different platforms now where i'm you know facebook youtube next um diane was on periscope though yep periscope got out of hand so let's see melissa posted a link to virtual one-on-ones with you oh, thank you so much gretchen the most annoying part of dogs coming and killing the livestock is they usually don't even eat the meat afterward they just like to chase and kill once it's not running, it's not fun anymore. Oh, I know. It's not fun at all. Mm -mm. No, they, just, they historically just kill and then move on. Next. 499 Top Chat uh, from the Noble Dogs. What tier in Patreon do you need to sign up for get um, access to DIY videos? That's just a $10 tier. Next. Annie. Hey, guys. Hope all is well. It's been a little while, but I'm here. Pumbaa just turned 10 months yesterday. He's doing great. We're still working on here and heal. Thanks for all you do. Awesome. Lisa said, dead. Yes. Jan, oh my God. Yes. Laura, I've only had one sexual partner and that relationship was for 11 plus years. I get it, Laura. Laura, I'm, you know I'm just joking and you know that I I am not one to judge like fast or slow with you. And I actually, out of all honesty, and I'm being serious here, have no problem with the pace of your relationship whatsoever. 
and I am not one to decide your your you know what you do um, in bed. Okay, if you want suggestions, eh, give me a call. Next, might know a thing or two. <laughs> Next, um. Laura said that's where the two young kids come from. Got it. <laughs> Got it. Is that where they come from? Sex. Rochelle. Hi, I've been using your videos to get my seven-month-old GSD to walk on the keeper collar, and he's doing great, but he keeps his ears tucked back flat and tail down like he's afraid the whole time. Right. Any idea why? Also, when I get the collar out, he lays flat on the floor and will not come. Any thoughts? Thank you in advance. So this is the thing. You know, let's talk about, like, your dog, the difference between your dog being afraid and your dog being relaxed and your dog being stressed and your dog being like whatever. So during the journey of rehab or the journey of training, first of all, I don't know how you're using the tool, but you know, what's your, are you, what words are you using during all of this? Are you speaking to your dog at all? So if you send me a video, don't send me one because that, is that you have to do a uh, an online council for me to open up your videos. I don't open up attachments. I only open them up from people that I've, that I've done and doing a council with so I can see the behavior of the dog. I, I wouldn't be surprised if you were talking to the dog during this whole process. Are you trying to convince the dog that what you're doing is good? Or are you silent and methodical? Now, I don't want my dogs to be aroused during the walk. The walk I want to be casual. But then again, I don't want my dogs to be miserable during the walk so you have to find a happy medium what i would do is i would put the equipment on let's go and start your walk next um gretchen what was that guy from guardians of the galaxy movie drax so slow it's like he's not even moving so no movement or something like that i know what you're talking about i don't it's a good movie you wouldn't like it it's like sci-fi ish not your style thanks for predicting my likes next You've said it before. What the hell? Sorry, I listen. Sorry, pay attention. Jeff doesn't like freaking sci-fi. He said it a million times. Why so short? Donna, thoughts on halty head collars? Um, if they work for you, go go for it. Next. Danica, funny how I got crap from a local trainer for using the avoidance method on my dog for eating goose poop. It worked like a charm, so I'll stick with that. Yeah, so what I would like to know is how your local trainer don't tell me who it is because it doesn't matter it's more than a lot of methodology how do they get dogs to stop eating animal feces step by step and i want to see video proof and i want to see it duplicated 20 times and they can't use their own dogs they have to use client dogs and then the client has to do it because if they're a professional dog trainer, they have access to all those dogs. They should they should be able to get poop eaters left and right. So how do they do it? Do they create a new association that there's that eat, eating poop there's something better out there? Like how do they get a dog to not eat poop anymore? How do they get the dog a message to the dog that eating poop you can actually get a deadly parasite from, or at a minimum giardia? And are they willing to pay for the vet bills for all the failures? See, there's a lot of people that have got great ideas that sound sound good. And then there's other people that actually get the work done. Next. Lou, hi, J&J. I made it at last. Haven't seen your faces for ages. Great to see Lou, you. Lou, we're here all the time. Where you been? Hey, Lou. Rhonda, hey, you all. I was the inboard training person who messaged you Wednesday about instruction on collar work. 
Got great instruction from my trainers today. Two-hour lesson with lots of collar and leash work. Good. She still gave me an issue once I used the e-collar. And she responded to me. I was scared, though. She was pretty nasty. It took me a while to go back and get around her collars again. She did okay when removing. But then when I went to love on her. That's the mistake. Stop by right rubbing there. her neck, she lifted her lips. Right. Okay. That's the mistake right there. Stop loving on your dog. Maybe your dog doesn't like it. Maybe your dog doesn't like it. Why did you love on her? So you were scared and then you loved on her. You're giving her mixed signals. Also, muzzle up your dog so you have more confidence. Don't love on the dog. Be more methodical. 90 days straight, methodical. Don't go back to your old habits. See, this is it. It's association. The dog thinks it can do that with you. Training your, no matter how much training it has. So be more methodical with the dog. The dog has not earned any affection. It just came back from you. Next. And I'm glad they gave you good instructions. Sandra, thank you for answering my question above. Sorry, one more. My dog is three and a half years old, Bichon, and is still up my butt. I'm a mom. I get it, but he is obsessive with me. I'm going to be honest. It gets annoying. I do use place command religiously, but sometimes he pushes his limits and sneaks out to see where I am. Sometimes I don't notice he's out because I'm doing a hundred things right. and then realize he's being my shadow. Then everyone hears me pissed off yelling, go to place, Zeus. And I don't know. Okay. So this is the thing. Who's that? Sandra. Sandra. So sending your dog back to place is not a consequence. So number one, there's a couple of options you have. Use a tie back. Your dog's not tied to place, but if, it, but, it, but if it tries to come off, it can only go so far, and then it will go back to place. But you have to correct it. Also, when you notice your dog is off of place, you need to have a consequence for your dog. And you don't have a consequence for your dog. Where, like, where's the no with the consequence? So a bonker would be good. All right, next. Lou, oh, I'm with... Oh, I'm sorry. One more thing. Teach the dog the out command. I've got videos on that. Next. Lou, I'm with Anna. I have a potty mouth, too. Oh. Jessica, just wanted to thank you for all the free content you put out. Walking my dog was a pain in the ass, and watching your videos helped me com be comfortable with a prong collar. I was still hesitant about using the e-collar, but I found a balance trainer out in San Diego, and they helped me with my confidence. Really appreciate all you do. It's really, really funny. Cool, cool. Um, Jessica, congratulations. I'm glad you're making progress. So many folks are using the e they're afraid of using the e-collar because they assume it's going to hurt the dog. We work with some really challenging dogs. We work with some really dangerous dogs. We work with dogs that have got massive amounts of stress, and anxiety. We work with dogs that have bitten children, adults, and gotten into dog fights. Mm -hmm. We've worked with dogs that are not allowing their owners to embrace, like couples to embrace. We're working with dogs that break out of crates and rip out their teeth. We are working with dogs that um, have made their owners' lives really small that does not allow them to like literally have a life. Mm -hmm. We work with dogs that literally owners say, I actually can't stand this dog because of their behavior. Yeah. And I would say that 95% of those dogs have never been on a remote collar before, ever. Owners have never tried it. They've never worn one before, never. And these dogs are not abused, okay? They're not abused. They come from very good homes. So, there's a lot of, so a remote collar, the fear that you might mess up your dog 
people are doing a really good job, not intentionally, but they're doing a really good job messing up their dogs without any remote collars, without any prong collars. We all, we use these tools, but just the use of the tool also doesn't fix the problem. No. It's a train. The dog training methodology that we use behind it, the training that we use behind it, the, the years of experience that we use behind it, the amount of repetitions we use, the skill sets, the tireless work around the clock that we do for these dogs. That's what changes the dog. Next. 499 from the Noble Dogs. How to get a shy, unfood motivated dog to go through a doggy door. On so what you do is you start role playing it. You just put a dog on a long line and you just put the long line through the door and you give it a command like go outside and you have somebody else on the other end just gent gently just gently have the dog go through the door and then you reverse it. So you can actually put two leashes on. It's almost like dental floss. You know what I mean? Have, have a dog go out and then hit the person that's outside, send the dog in, and then you can have a food reward at each, um, on each side. You'd mark it with yes and or, or, or clicker, and then you'd have a food reward, and the dog will be like, this is a fun game, and that's how you teach the dog. Next. Alexandria, when I have talked to you before, you recommended an e-collar for my one-year-old GS that loves to bark. Is there a certain kind that I should get? Um, you're 95% or higher of the dogs that we that we work with, we use the Mini Educator 300. They're available on our websites, but you can buy them off of Amazon. The only thing I would say is with a with a German Shepherd, historically, the thick fur contact points are going to work really great for you. Next. Mm. Elise, how many reps does it take to introduce dog to muzzle? What time increments do you typically increase by? So we do muzzle training. We've got a, a, a way to do our muzzle training. Different dogs. I mean, some dogs you can put a muzzle on and, and away they go. Other dogs can't stand the muzzle. Mm -hmm. And they'll fight like hell to get the muzzle off. Yep. They'll break their dew claws. Yep. So a little, a little hack on that, by the way. In fact, I, I did I did about six um, online consults today. Three of them, we talked about muzzle training. Three of them, I recommended wrapping up their paws, their front paws, with just um, you know, that 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 stick to itself vet tape. Vet tape. Yeah. And what it does is it'll, it it not for life, obviously, but during the process, it prevents their dew claws from extending and grabbing onto the collar. Next. Jennifer, I came across a person on Facebook claiming how prong collars are more painful than flat. I would have loved to have seen you respond to that. I know prong collars work. But see, I don't, but I don't, but I don't, I wouldn't respond to that. I don't, guys, I create content. I don't respond. I never make anything but loving, Sorry. kind, um, uh, either emojis or comments on people's pages. I would never, ever, ever make a comment on someone else's page that would be combative or challenging. Um, on my own page, I call people on their stuff. I'm like, that's wrong. That's a lie. Or I just get them off my page. Mm -hmm. It's like, and not that I know everything, but I'm like, but I know that ain't true. Or it sounds good, but it's not going to work. Or good cut and paste, you know, next. Um, Amy, maybe buy Laura the oysters instead of Jeff. Who's Laura? Oh, because they're an aphrodisiac. Oh, the other Laura. Yeah. Oh, oh. Colleen, 
Jeff, you guys are awesome. I have trained my dog with a training collar. We'll drop anything in his mouth, play toy, but a ball. Very aggressive suggestions. Yeah, Colleen, so um, I would get a remote collar on that and teach the dog the out command. The out command has a lot of different um, um, uh, definitions that we use it for. One of them is whatever's in your mouth you let go. And poof, I've got a free video on that next. Um, Rhonda, in addition, what's the best place to put in the e-collar and prong inside the crate place oh put it on the dog historically we like to we like to gear up dogs out of uh kennels because sticky it all depends on the dog but usually on some of the dogs that we work with putting your hands in the in the, in the kennel it's a great bite risk even if you decide to do that always make sure your face is above the kennel it's easier to have the dog with a slip lead on have the dog come out go into a sit and then gear them up next Marie, can you still bonk if the dog is looking at you, or is that element of surprise part of the process? Um, it is part of the process, but if you say no, like that 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 famous video that went around the world that makes me look like an abusive dog trainer, um, according to like the BBC and all the other um, major news outlets that always tell the truth, um, um, and love that clickbait shit. Um, uh, the dog is looking at the owner, but they didn't put in there was two seconds prior, three seconds prior, the dog actually lunged at a dog and also has a history of pulling the woman out of her wheelchair. That doesn't get mentioned, mm -hmm. you know, um, of course not. Cause that's, doesn't make me look bad. You know, straw man all of a sudden like falls to the ground and now you can't hate Jeff, you know? So um, she said no. And the dog looked up at her. I bonked the dog because she obviously, is confined to a wheelchair at the moment she was standing up actually was that was the last week of standing or last two weeks of standing um so i bonked the dog from behind but if they're looking at you you can still bonk them still bonk them next danica said thank you you're welcome elise how to explain to someone why not to cuddle dog in bed when dog resource guards them my boyfriend's dog attacks mine when mine gets close to him in close quarters doesn't believe it has to do with the issue so i mean that's that just okay how to explain to them is it makes it worse. I mean, I can give you a lengthy explanation, but not I can't do it in this on the, in this format right here. But 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 if you got a resource, if you have a human resource guarding dog, the last place it should be in is your bed. The mm -hmm. last place it should be in, in your bed. Your dog guards you. Your dog bites people that get they get close to you. And here it is sleeping with you. Next. Alexandria should it always be on or just when he is barking. Well, how you talking about what the e collar, I think. Well, how do you know when the dog's gonna be barking? Right? So if you want to do true remote collar training and train all the behaviors and stop all the unwanted behaviors in the morning, gear up the dog at night, take the collar off, switch sides every three, four hours so the dog doesn't get hot spots. Next. Sandra said brilliant, thank you. You're welcome. Jessica, I even bought one because of you, but it sat for a year because I had no confidence in myself. Yeah, Jessica, you know, that's the thing. I think a lot of people, I like a lot of people come to my seminars and they'll either under, they'll be using it too low or they'll bring it out in a box. And yeah, they, yep. a lot of people have just got it, got it in, but a lot of people have had it for a while and they were too afraid to use it. And I understand mm -hmm. why social media has, has made it afraid. Even, yeah. even the cotton towel. Social media has is now is 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 making people afraid. They're gonna ruin their relationship with their dog if they bonk their dog. It's like your dog's trying to bite you. Your dog's attacking the other dog in the house. Your dog's growling at your kids. Mm -hmm. 
Like your relationship's already It's bad. like, we don't go around bonking friendly, happy-go-lucky dogs. And we don't bonk a dog that, like, doesn't do a basic command while it's learning. Right. Like, context. Next um, Tammy, love for show and videos, went to a trainer and she frowned on my prong collar, but watched as then my six-month-old GSD jumped and nipped my arm. I saw the trainer. She never acted so badly. I told the trainer she never acted so badly. Her response, let's walk and reward when good. Mm -hmm. As we were walking, my GSD is still jumping and nipping. I asked, what is your advice? What would you do right now? Response, let's keep walking. Mm -hmm. I corrected my pup with the prong and left. I had better results watching your video. She's now 16 months and we are assuming you're doing well. It's broken up. Right. So this is the thing. That's, I mean, you asked some really, really good questions. So, you know, I don't want to know who this trainer is because this I understand the methodology and the methodology is you don't say no to your dog. But this is a perfect example of what get, what, what, what okay let's say you didn't have access to my videos or my colleagues videos when i say my colleagues hundreds of dog trainers out there like i am not the only one in the country who uses a bonker there are thousands of trainers that use bonkers hundreds of thousands of owners that use bonkers there are even in the uk where they hate remote cowers three hundred thousand people in the uk use a remote cower mm -hmm. okay okay people in parliament who are supposed to be voting on this shit are using remote cowers okay so don't let them fool you all right so what I'm saying is lots of people use a balanced approach to their dog. And before 1965, everybody did. Mm -hmm. Okay. So here's a great example, though. If someone did not have access to this, they would have a biting dog that they wouldn't actually, they wouldn't own this dog. Yeah. Or they would not be able to take this dog for a walk. Yeah. So my dog, it's, it's six months old and it's biting me. It is biting me. The, only, the trainer is watching it bite me. This is what I talk about when I talk about the ethics of dog training. And if anybody, and what I struggle with is somebody who would have a hard time with this, my explanation here, this concept of the ethical concept of this. The dog is biting, like you have been hired as a dog trainer. You're watching a dog. Dog trainer is in your title. You're watching a dog bite your client. FYI. That's a bad behavior. That's not a good thing. Okay? That's like your child, like, licking exposed wires in the house and not saying anything. Okay? Or taking a hairdryer and putting it in the bathtub while it's on. That's not that's a good idea. That's like my worst nightmare. That's not a good idea. Okay? So, I don't know your bathing habits, but you got to shower. I know you see so many movies about that, you know, it's like, oh my God, what if it falls in? Like, I don't know. I'm talking here. I'm talking about like in my okay, house. So, so you watch movies and there's always a bathroom scene and someone's always in a bath. Yeah. And you always see a hairdryer off to the side. I never in. take baths. That's probably why I'm a but shower you always, person. But you always see a, a hairdryer off to the side. Always. Always. Yeah. And it falls in and electrocutes them. Every a lot of movies. Well, those are movies that are probably designed and it's written into the script that way. Yeah. So they were playing. They knew that was going to happen. That's not an accident. It's a movie. It could be. It could be an accident. And they put it in? Yeah. They left it in. No, it falls in. And no, they die. no. They it's left it in the movie. No, I mean, in real life, it's an accident. You just said it was a, mo a movie, though. Yes. 
there is, you're, you're but really, that could happen in real life. If you are bathing and your freaking hair dryer falls in. I agree 100%. Right. But I want to know about these movies that you're watching that there's someone always in a bathtub oh my God. and a hair dryer on the side. What's the one where even it's like a comedy? What is it? What Women Want or something? Is it Tom Hanks? Maybe. I don't know. And he like flips and he can like read women's minds. Okay. And it happened to him. A toaster or something fell in the tub. Who has fucking... Who <laughs> makes toast in the bathroom? No. Is it a toaster or a hair Who makes dryer? toast in the bathroom? It's like, let's see. I think I'm going to wipe my ass and then butter my toast. We couldn't have That's one... That's disgusting. Have... That's so fucking disgusting. We couldn't have one normal show. Like, it's like... But who does it? had a normal show. Who... Okay. Show you guys of know what I'm talking about? No. Though? Show of hands. Who the fuck has a toaster in their in their bathroom? Even if you lived in a three hundred square foot studio apartment in Tokyo or New York City or San Francisco or any other major town that is small, maybe you, just you want, would not have a fucking toaster in your bathroom. Maybe you just want toast. Why are you taking a shit? I, I know. In the tub. Ooh. You're soaking. Ah. Ooh, I need more fiber. You need less fiber. We're talking about in the bathtub, not taking a shit. So you're in the bath? Just stop it. And the first thing right. you think of is you want more toast? Be quiet. I want oysters in the bathtub. Enough. Next. Oh, my God. We just wasted like five minutes. Um, Rhonda, the remote has saved my life and my dog's life. It's amazing. The prong as well. You all preach the truth. Thank you so much. Rhonda, glad you're having help. Um, Sandra, thank you for everything, Jeff. Been following you for a while. I'm going to do a one-on-one -on -one with you so you can train my husband not oh, to geez. think everything I do is cruel oh, to my dog. Geez. Just kidding. I'll be doing a one-on-one -on -one with you. Thank you, Sandra. <laughs> thank you. All right. If you want to tape it, you can tape it and show it to him, though. Okay. Next. Next. Megan, I'm very excited to try using your techniques from the beginning with a new puppy once it's old enough. I've always adopted older dogs, so this will be my first puppy. Thanks for everything you do. I always recommend your videos and online resources for anyone who asks me about dog training. Awesome. That's really kind of you, Megan. Trish, what is the best way to stop eight-week-old puppy biting? So a couple different ways. Take your thumb, stick it in its mouth, push down, hold up on the jaw, hold it there, and make it uncomfortable for the dog to do it. Next. Mar Mary Grace. Hey, guys. Thanks for a great show. My dog is muzzle trained but fights against her muzzle when she gets frustrated. So vet rap has been my best friend. Awesome. Good for you, Mary Grace. Um, Naria. Naria. Hi, guys. Thanks for helping us out. My four-month-old GSD tries to bite, nip my hands when I try to put his prong collar on or any collar yep. before we go out. He's very excited. I smack him, but that makes him want to bite more. Right. What is the best way to So, and it? if anybody, don't please don't pass judgment on Miriam for smacking your dog. Why? That's not how we train, but guess what? It works. Okay? So, I would bonk the dog. No bonk. Nice firm bonk. So, it also goes, to, I'm glad you also put any collar in there because it's not just a prong collar. Any collar. If anybody, if it's like, oh, well, the dog doesn't like the prong collar, that's what it's biting. Um, we have dogs Ooh, bite it us. Sounds like a game to me. Yeah, dog we, probably thinks it's fun. But we have dogs that bite us over flat buckle collars. Next. Christina. Hello. First, thank you for your content. We've used your videos for our older dogs. Secondly, just got an eight-week-old puppy, Boston Terrier. She's doing great so far. She's crate trained and is always on leash. My one concern is her barking. I realize she is a puppy, but I don't want it to be an issue in the future. When I take her out of the crate to train or play, she does great. But as soon as I stop paying attention to her, she barks. Do you have any suggestions? Christina. Christina, Christina, Christina. It's eight weeks old. It's eight weeks old. 
It's eight weeks old. Next. See, okay, so it's Mel Gibson, and yes, he was trying female products for his job. Are you skipping questions? It was a hair dryer. Are you skipping? Are you skipping? Yes, I just needed to know. Are you skipping? Yes. Okay. Um, but not that many. Daniel, hi guys. My dog has personal space issues, and we always play tug of war before the walk because she has high prey drive. Today during tug of war, I throw away the toy and recall her, and she came. When she came, I pet her on the neck, and she tried to bite me. I raised my hand like I was going to hit her. She immediately stopped and lowered her head. She looked very sorry and came to me looking for a good pet. What should I do in that case? Well, don't pet her. So what I would do is next time I would say no and bonk or no and correct. So try that. It could have been it could have been just a high energy dog might have thought your hand was the tug. I doubt it, but the dog might have just done some uncontrolled biting, misplaced biting. But it's still it's not acceptable. No, and then. Sid, hi, J&J. &J. Can't thank you enough for teaching the out command to your fans. This has saved me dog fights here with Willow oh, on several occasions. Saved my ass big time. Also use it when the horses act out. Yeah, definitely. You can definitely out your dog away from your horses and your livestock, yes. Megan, I asked a purely positive trainer if they don't use corrections, if they ever tell their dogs no. They said, of course they tell their dogs no. Telling a dog no is a type of correction, even if it is not very effective, right? Well... No is it just has no an, meaning. No is just an English word that has no meaning. Like pizza, broccoli. It's like you, I can make I can make the word yes be the marker word for a correction. I can use a clicker to be a marker for a correction. Next. Um, see, I didn't go that far. Kathy B said, "Joelle, don't watch Psycho." Okay, lol. <laughs> Jessica, it was a hair dryer. Yeah, Rhonda. Oh my Hold god, I love you. It all. was a hair dryer. He was trying female products for his job. He didn't die, though. I mean, he got to read women's minds, so I guess that's not the worst thing. Okay. Um, Rhonda said, oh, my God, I love you all. Megan, it was Mel Gibson in a hairdryer. See, okay, so this is this is shit that could okay, happen, hold on though. Here, though. Who did you say it was? Tom Hanks? Yeah, but it's Mel Gibson. I don't know. You, so you, can't get your, you can't get your pedophiles and your anti-Semites, correct? No, I don't pay that much attention. Okay, next. Ay, ay, ay. Irene, bathroom talk. Oh, my God, so funny. <laughs> next. Amy, today I learned to never make toast in the bathroom. <laughs> I would. Daniel, are you said serious? Things. I guess. I mean, if I had to, if I was hungry, I wanted to just like okay. soak in a tub and like. Okay, <laughs> here's another question. Have some toast. If you were designing a bathroom, yeah. If you were designing a bathroom, okay. Brand new house or a total bathroom redo? Yep. Where would you put the toaster? Nowhere. But you just said you would. You just said you would, though. If I like really wanted to, if I'm but like, where, damn, I want some toast. Where would it Maybe go? Maybe I'm sick. But where would it and go? I need toast. Where would it go? Probably on a shelf somewhere. What shelf? That can't fall into the tub. So you 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 would have the toaster on a shelf, and then you have to put I it would, by a plug. I would make the plug high enough so that if the toaster fell, it would not reach the water or unplug itself. Now I got a, I, I got an idea here. Safety. You know, how toasters go up and down. How about if bathroom toasters were sideways? Just shoots out. No, well, you put the toast in like a DVD. Yeah. And then you push a button. All right. It's 802. We're done with this. Daniel. Almost like a built-in, almost like a built-in oven. Like a built-in oven. Yes. For your toast. Rhonda, yes. you all are my Friday night entertainment. Awesome. And on that note, all right, guys. We will end the show. Because that's the, the last one anyway. Joelle, thank you so much. You're for welcome. A fantastic show. Thank you all for a fantastic show. <laughs> And take care. <laughs>
<laughs> That's great, Megan. New movie idea, What Dogs Want. Jeff electrocutes himself while trying out dog products and can now hear what dogs are thinking. <laughs> Megan? Let's Megan. do it. I love you.